we'll try this again. Yeah. We're live. We, we're, we're live. Not, we're not really live. We've had a couple of uh, takes. Yeah, it's all right. Um, hi, Jeff. Hi. I'm Melody. So, yeah. I'm Frankie's here. And Frank Godless here. Yes. What's up, guys? Yeah, what's going on, Frank? How are you? <laughs> Great. How you guys been? All right, man. All right. Just fucking frazzled. A little yeah. frazzled today. We've got a new jukebox today, which is fucking exciting. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, we're trying to figure that out and like run the wires for it. And it's not so easy to figure out. It's not intuitive because we were trying to find something that um, we could load a lot of music onto digitally, but not have to have the shit that's on digital jukeboxes on it because <laughs> right. I won't have that shit on there. It has to be It has to be what reviewed. we want. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's hard. It's hard to get that figured out. So that I think said, we've almost got it figured out. What is the first record that you need to have on there? Um, first, mm-hmm. probably Judas Priest Sad Wings of Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> the softest thing I could possibly think. It's probably the last thing you expected to come out of my mouth, but Yeah. That's a hard question. Detroit Rock City. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that's your, that's your, that's your that's pick, Frankie. Yeah. Frank? What would yours be? Oh boy, uh, it's a hard question, right? Yeah, I mean, I would say question. something quick and obscure, maybe like moi, something like that. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's going to be a lot of weird stuff in there, but um, because I'm really the one putting the music in, so there's going to be a lot of weird stuff in there. Jeff's not even going to know. Like, I already have Fortress yeah. is already in there, and there's only like <laughs> ten albums in there. So. <laughs> It's exactly the only, there's only two albums on there I know right yeah, now. Yeah, I put ten albums in and Jeff recognizes two, which yeah. is Judas Priest, Sad Wings of Destiny, <laughs> and, and, uh, and uh, Pantera's in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it's and, us, uh, and that's maybe it. Celtic Frost. Like, yeah, oh yeah, I did recognize. Yeah, the Celtic and the rest Frost is one. like just a bunch of obscure black and metal because I love uh, that there stuff. There was a Goat Horror one on there too, wasn't yes, there? Yes, there is. Yeah. So. yeah. All right, so I recognize four albums. Okay, good. Yeah. We're going to get somewhere. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be a lot of obscure stuff on there. Yeah, and it was a whole process because trying to find a fucking jukebox that. Like, like they, you know, the CDs now are a pain in the ass. You know what I mean? Because they skip and like all this kind of shit. Well, they, the main problem is CD jukeboxes are obsolete. And no one makes parts for them anymore. So when they break, you're screwed, basically. And it's expensive. Right. Like you can get them, but it's a fucking pain in the ass. And you know, listen, there's so much shit out there now that we should be able to fucking make our own jukebox. So we found this guy who did made the jukebox for us, and we got rid of with like our jukebox company initially told us they could do that with a fucking Touchstones jukebox, and you could get a lot of shit. But then there was like they couldn't get less than half of the 150 of CDs asked for, I yeah. asked for. They couldn't get. Yeah. And then they and then they like had like popular stuff would pop up on the screen, even though we told them we can't have that. Yeah, you so, can't not like like Lincoln Park would come up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. not yeah. fucking happening. Get rid of it, you know what I mean? I'll throw so a rock like, through the fucking thing. Right. Yeah. So yeah. what about Smashing Pumpkins? Yeah, no, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I'm with you. Yeah, it's like it's them the and Deftones. Everybody's always in my ear about, oh my god, how can you not like? I just, I always hate yeah. them. Yeah, it's I, a little know, fruity. I don't Deftones, mind Deftones, some Deftones, but I'm not like, like sitting so. home listening to it. It's a little fruity for yeah. me. Yeah, Frank, tell us about yourself. Yeah, me. Yeah. Um, Since we didn't say you're from Metal Injection or. Meek is murder. Since we started over again, no one knows who the fuck you are right it's, now. So yeah. tell us, like, uh, as well, if we didn't you know you. It, yeah. <laughs> as if we didn't know you. Uh, yeah, I have this company called Metal Injection. Um, and how long have you been doing that? I started in 2003, but it went live 2000, January 1st, 2004. Is, uh, oh, wow. So you went one. live the same yeah. time we did. Yeah. Basically, Lucky 13 and yeah. Metal Injection hit, oh, yeah. hit the air at the same and, time. Uh, I spent many a drunken night at... Lucky 13, back when it was on 13th Street, mm-hmm. and of course, here as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. How'd, you, how'd that start? How'd you get into uh, uh, 
um, doing metal injection? Uh, well, I was a metalhead since I was about five years old. My dad was a metalhead, so naturally I became one That's just cool. by you know extension, listening to all his records. That doesn't always work out that way, though. You're right, it doesn't. Yeah. But it was kind of the big thing that bonded me and my dad together. You know what I mean? Like, and then it, it grew to a point where we were actually going to shows together. Uh, I was way underage, and he like got me a fake ID when I was like 13, 14 years old, just to bring me to shows. That's a cool dad. Yeah, he's he's yeah. you know badass. He's a biker. He's still a badass and has way more tattoos than anybody that I know. <laughs> That's um, cool. And yeah, uh, so naturally I was just a metalhead since I was a little kid, and uh, wasn't really doing anything with it. But I was working at this telecommunications company. And I just hated my life, you know, just <laughs> total fucking boring job that I couldn't stand. And uh, a couple guys came in for a job interview once. One of them was wearing an Opeth t-shirt mm-hmm. during a time that nobody knew who Opeth was. Mm-hmm. I walked in the room and I was like, you two are immediately hired. <laughs> and one of those guys wound up being uh, my future partner, Rob. In B- the business. Big Rob. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh yeah, I haven't he, seen him in ages. Yeah, he's uh, still around. And he always so, stands out when he comes in. Well, he's gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so at uh, some point, he started coming around my office to ask about metal. Like He was just getting into it at the time and started asking questions about certain bands and you know different stories that I had and stuff like that. And I realized like every single day, I was basically spending time, my lunch, or his lunch hour, rather, uh, just talking about metal. And then one day, he's like, you know, dude, you're always talking about metal. You ever think about starting this TV show like Headbangers Ball? And it's kind of where it came from, like just doing stupid sketches together <laughs> and then putting in like music videos in between. Yeah. And uh, that's how it all started. And yeah. then, it, you know, of course, like over the years, it became something different. And right, different. of course. And, and around that, too, like there was nothing else. I mean, I don't think Headbangers Ball was, I mean, was, was Headbangers Ball even going at that point? No, it like, was it was off the air. And they had some like Brooklyn Cable Access shows, which is essentially how we started. We, be, we were first a show. Okay. Um, turned web-based right. thing. And we were doing a web-based video for metal, I mean, before YouTube. So if you could imagine how much that cost, yeah, 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 for yeah. service base, you know. Wow. And it was on what B cat? Yeah, know, originally you know, it was on in the nineties. Cable yeah, it was like the B cat. Like, yeah. You know, like I mean, I'm not sure. Buy, I don't have... You know, airtime. Yeah, well, you didn't buy any airtime. It was it's free, but you just had to like create the show and then drop it really? on the station. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a Wayne's World type thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's how like Jack, the guys from Jackass started out, and like all that kind of shit too, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean that's how really anything starts, right? You yeah. you love it, you want to do it, and go ahead and do it, and yeah. then you know if it works, it works. Yeah. That's how we and did here that. we are. Yeah, no, shit. <laughs> that's, that's that's what we a million created. years later. Yeah, I didn't even like to drink. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's true. I don't know yeah, if that's yeah. true. Yeah, well, I just kind of fell. I did meet it. you and meet you in a bar. That's true. That's true. <laughs> While I was bartending. True. True. So. Uh, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. And then, um, and I, I, now is metal. So metal sucks. Is that part of metal injection? Is that just like another part of it? Or no, it's so uh, collectively we, the guys from Metal Sucks and us own a, a company together called Blast Beat Network, which is an okay. advertising company, and uh, they are what we call a sister site because we're all partners together, but. Um, kind of breaking down the fourth wall right now. You right. Know, some people still to this day think that we're competitors, but yeah, right, right, right. So, that's cool. It's, we're all friends. Cool. And dude, that's gotta be fucking fun now. Like, why is I it called Metal Socks? Uh, it's kind of like a <laughs> tongue-in-cheek type joke, uh, you know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered that. 
But dude, that, that's fucking awesome. And like, I know why I love doing this now too. Is like you get to meet some of the guys you worship as a worshipped as a kid, and you know what I mean, really looked up to, and all this kind of shit. You know what I mean? So that's got to be, uh, you know, pretty awesome. I, uh, you know, I'm very fortunate. Like, I can't imagine a better job for me personally. Yeah. Like, I like without metal, I don't know what my life would be. And I get to basically just wake up and be a metalhead all day. And then yeah, yeah hanging out with like, it's crazy to think like some of my friends are my heroes and, and vice you have versa. Max Cavalera over your house for fucking lunch. Yeah. How awesome is that? <laughs> Did he cook? Yeah. He cooked for you. Oh, you're vegan, so yeah. I mean, he he cooked. I couldn't eat it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why a problem. Yeah. I hear you, man. How cool is that? Yeah, just having him, you know, I've, I've run into him and met him several times. He was always, like, a super nice dude. And then the day that he started remembering me was kind of the day that blew my mind, you know. <laughs> and then uh, then we just through one of the those times that we were we were chatting, we started talking about some food stuff and Taste the Metal, the series that I've been doing with Brian. Um, he couldn't make it down for an episode of that, but he just wanted to, like, come and show off his recipe. Nice that we were talking about and I was like yeah anytime that's he, adorable what, yeah right <laughs> that's what really he, what cute does he live LA does he live on Arizona oh he lives in Arizona okay yeah. I knew he was uh, in the states though he's not living in fucking Brazil Frank can we do me a favor mm-hmm. you go ask Jackie to turn that down just a little bit you got it I'm getting this fucking thump and we're gonna get it over the fucking yeah. podcast yeah good times it's gonna make having you, a party out there fucking douchey. it's gonna make your head explode yeah, no, yeah I know I got it I got it yeah that's pretty fucking awesome though man like to get to meet all these guys and uh, who was like your biggest like, what was the most exciting guy to like meet? Oh boy, I'm sure uh, there's a few of them, but yeah, um, you know, I, I, that's a hard question, especially because at different times it means different things. You know what I mean? Like the the day that I met Sebastian Bach, like maybe like five years ago, it like blew my mind. But like now, it's like, all right, hey, what's up, Shabbat? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I wish they'd do another fucking know. super group. Did you watch that? Wait, I think we talked about no. that before. That, did you watch I that TV you love show? This that shit. super group super group show that was uh, Jeff loves reality Sebastian TV. Bach. Well, if it's good reality TV, it, there is no such thing. It was yeah, uh, I'm with you. It was, <laughs> it was Sebastian Bach and Scott Ian and Ted Nugent and Evan Seinfeld and who was the drummer? It was the. I, what are you asking me? <laughs> who the fuck was the drummer? The fuck do I know? Ah, uh, fuck. All that shit is bullshit too. It's not even. It's not even real oh, reality it was fucking TV. So real. It was it's great. It's not even real. It was so real. It's it was so real. fucking real. Oh, it's it mostly was scripted. Great. Yes. You know? yeah, yeah. All reality shows but are the, scripted. Still, still, the best scene. There's a scene in there where fucking uh, Sebastian Box obviously takes care of himself. Like he's in decent shape. You oh know yeah. I mean? Yeah. And uh, he was going running, and fucking uh, Evan Seinfeld's like, "Yeah, dude, man, I'm gonna join you." You know what I mean? And you see fucking. <laughs> You know, and he's like a gazelle. He's fucking barreling down the street, and fucking Evan Seinfeld's behind him, like, "Hey, dude, like, wait up, man!" That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. Oh, that boy. part was real. Yeah, it was totally real. <laughs> I told you, it's all fucking. Yeah, Melody's gonna go home and watch the show. Now. Yeah, so not fucking yeah. happening. I don't have time for shit like that. I just don't. Yeah, I wish. Like, I'm, I'm a busy person. I know you're an incredibly busy person. Uh, yeah, I don't even fuck with TV. Yeah, at all. there's no time. No, you know. The only time I ever watch TV is to kind of like get ideas for something I want to do next. You yeah, know, I start, more like research or anything else. Right, but right. I don't bother with TV too much yeah people are constantly like oh you should watch the series you watch the show you should watch this yeah i don't have time yeah sports is another one i don't know the rule of any sport yeah if that makes me sound like a total i don't either i'm with you i do i I do watch the olympics a little bit a little bit i can't get into sports that's the only sport sit and watch fucking sports no i can't either you do sometimes no i don't i never sit and watch you go to like super bowl parties and shit i go to super bowl to get drunk it's a fucking party okay not not to watch football yeah chris santos throws a super bowl 
party every year. I go because it's fun. You know All what right. I mean? Like, okay, that's yeah. fair. I can give a shit no, what's I've, going yeah, I've been to parties that there was a sport a event, sport being, event yeah, yeah, yeah. being played somewhere. Yeah, yeah. somewhere <laughs> in the backgrounds. Yeah. But all I know there's there's friends and drinks, and that's all that matters, you know. Yeah. Tell us about your bands. Uh, well, I was actually going to answer your question. I, I easily thinking, you know, about the the artist that I, you know, was shocked about the most meeting was probably Metallica. You know, that was oh, yeah. fairly recent too. Yeah, was yeah. When they did the Webster Hall show. Okay. Um, hung out with them at the after party and just like getting a good amount of time to talk to Lars for like 30 minutes. Just, it was mind blowing. And he was cool. It was super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Total down to earth. Uh, really nice dude. Nice. Kind of like the party guy of the band. Like right. I, he was like the social butterfly hanging around. <laughs> that makes right. sense. Yeah. And, um, and then, you know, it was one of those situations like 30 minutes later, you know, like he's like, all right, well, you know, it's like four in the morning. I got to go. So I was like, all right, cool. And I'm like, fuck, holy shit. That just happened. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it was so natural. And then you think after the fact, like, I can't believe that just happened, you know? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Biggest douchebag. Can you say or no? Um, yeah, only because I love him. It's i not douchebag in general, but maybe a douchebag to me so far has been Dave Mustaine. Uh, all right. And That's not shocking either. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I love it. Yeah, it's like right, there's right. certain people that you want to be like a rock star. Yeah. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah. So like, for instance, I've never met Axel, but I've, and I've heard that he's nice. And I, but I don't want to meet Axel because I want him to be the shittiest person to me. Right. You, right. Know? you don't want him to I be just, nice. There's something in my head. Like, you want this him to fucking be... spit on you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> be Axel, man. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, Dave Mustaine for sure he doesn't really like me, but because of, not even because of me, it's just you know stuff that like some of the writers on Metal Injection have posted about him. You know, so. He is into Jesus now, so I'm always giving him a hard time. Yeah, so I'm not but a fan. But it's fucking Dave Mustaine, which is yeah. Fun. But yeah. you know what? I remember being online at Tower Records when I was like, I don't know, twenty. 20 years old for the kids at home that was a to, record store way well, back yeah it was a record store <laughs> and there was a, they were doing a signing and I was oh, on yeah. this huge line and we get and I'm you know dressed the way I dress like when I bartend here right so I'm in some crazy metal outfit like some spike bra or something and I get up to the front of the you line no I wasn't 12 <laughs> I get up to the front of the line and Dave Mustaine is like let me see your tits and I said no and he's like, I'm not signing any more autographs until this girl takes out her tits. And I like actually almost cried because he was such a fucking asshole to me. Wow. Yeah. And now he's a Jesus freak? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to hit him in the head with a Bible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm not a big fan either of David Mustaine. And I loved Megadeth. Obviously, I wouldn't have been online yeah. to get shit signed if um. You know, if despite I everything, I still am a fan of, of what he does. Do like, you like I mean, the, even the newer stuff you like? Or? Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I still go see them live. Yeah. And they rip it. They're awesome. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Dirk plays drums for them now, which I'm super stoked about. Like, couldn't imagine a better dude for the job. And uh, I've seen him many times lately, and they're amazing. Yeah. But he's a fucking professional, man. I mean, All right, like, whatever. He, he, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, like, personally, you don't have to like, boobs, he's a professional. You don't have to like, you don't have to like your, your music, musical. We've, we've discussed this before. I definitely like some black metal that have some political leanings that I want nothing to do with. Oh, for sure, yeah. Which, but I try to, I just kind of overlook that. Yeah. So Dave Mustaine is a dick, and you can still love his, you know, his stuff. I liked Biohazard when I was a kid, though, and I met Ivan Seinfeld, and it fucking turned Evan. me off. Evan, yeah. yeah. It turned me off. Yeah. It's like fuck you. I'm not gonna buy your. Nah, he's kind of douchey. Yeah. yeah, he's he's uh, he's a character. Yeah. 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 I went to I went to college with him. 
Yeah. Yeah. The spandex pants. He was wearing spandex and teased hair and eyeliner at the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whip out some pictures. Thought he was cool. <laughs> uh, a friend wasn't. of mine, a very well-known producer, I'm not going to say who, he told me the story once about <laughs> the first time he ever been in L.A. Um, he was walking down a street and he just heard, you know, uh, Urban Discipline blasting out of a car. And he's like, wow, I can't remember the last time I heard that record. And then the car window goes, rolls down. It's Evan Seinfeld. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. That's amazing. That's awesome. So you're born and raised in Brooklyn, right? I am, yeah. Gravesend? Uh, yeah, originally. Cool. Then Bushwick, now Ridgewood. Nice. Hmm. What do you think of the uh, New York City metal scene now? Oh, I love it. It's fucking great, right? Yeah. I mean, I, ne- I always thought it was amazing. I think yeah. we always had a really strong scene here. And it's only growing and getting better every year. And that's what I thought over the past, like... I think it's gone up and down a lot. But it's stronger now than it was a few years ago, for yeah, sure. Definitely. You know, I think over the past, like, five years, I think Vitus was a big help in that. Acheron was a big help in that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, bringing the scene. I tell people around the world that, you know, New York is special. I mean, we're one of the only cities really on the planet that has as much metal culture and, and you know, metal establishments like Lucky 13, yeah. you know? That are nowhere, full-time metal. Yeah. Exactly. There's nowhere else in the world like that. I mean, Barcelona. you might have like a metal night Barcelona. or something. Barcelona. Barcelona was the only place. Multiple metal, metal venues. They have different um, bars that are just metal all the time. And then they have clubs that open like for after hours. The and you can go. Discotheque. Yeah, you're the heavy metal discotheque. <laughs> and you can go to the one that's for like more glammy kind of 80s metal which Europeans love but then they also have a death metal one so you can actually choose which one is like your preference. And the rooms were big. I mean this was a long time ago so we were I I went again. Establishment? Oh Oh, cool. Let me interrupt. You went and you like the clubs all the bars close at like 11 or something like that Mm -hmm. and then afterwards everybody goes to the heavy metal discotheque. (laughs) It's not 11 it's very it's late. It's it, but it's those, not, no it's, it's late. not as late as New York. No, but it's late. Right, but and those those open at like two in the morning or four in the morning. Right. So yeah. then when's the last time you went? Um, I was there probably about six, seven years ago. Last time. Yeah. You might have to make a pilgrimage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Barcelona I'll give you a list. That's fun. cool. The same club, right? It's like heavy metal or disco. But there's just, like even in the main... It wasn't heavy metal or disco. They just call it a heavy metal discotheque. Even in the main um, area... Asking. Frankie, shut up. Even in the main area, there's like <laughs> different bars that cater just to metal. Mm-hmm. And then there's this one bar that's in the in this area where they, they have, they've gotten a lot of noise complaints. I find it really funny. And it's really dark and red and you expect it to be like a metal bar. And they play music, but they can only play play the music up to a certain decibel level because it's in this area where there's a lot of people's homes and stuff. So they have headphones hanging at the bar. So if you want to hear the music that's playing louder, you can put on these headphones so that you can fucking blast it on your own head. Yeah, that's pretty sick. When we were there, we went to at least five different metal bars. Yeah. There was... uh, Hello Waits. Hello Waits, I remember, was one of them. And then we went to some little bar that was probably about the size of this room. Remember, it was like in an industrial area. There was like red lights on. Oh, when we buildings. almost got killed because yeah, yeah, no yeah, one yeah. spoke. Yeah. Yeah, nobody spoke English. Like it was great. And I have like not bar. much Spanish, enough to get somewhere, but maybe not to get out of a situation where everyone's speaking Castilian, and I have no idea yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, there was that, and then Rockarola, which I don't think exists anymore. Yeah, no. And then uh, there was that. Then there was like a hair metal place. We met Jacob and. Uh, yeah. Like this guy, Jacob, who was like full teased fucking 80s metal guy. And then we went to BB Plus and I was wearing um, my Morbid Angel shirt. 
Do you remember that? No, or was that the, set, the next time I went? Maybe that was the second time I, I went. Remember we went to the live sex club. I remember that too. Oh, we did go to the live. Yeah, they have we live to, sex yeah, clubs. You can watch actual sex <laughs> wow. on stage. Well, there's metal going on. Well, yeah, no, there's no metal. Yeah. But like, the guy looked like Fabio, though. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and it was kind of boring, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, we went, we, that was we walked up to the door. Me and her walked up to the door, and the guy says to us, "He's like, this is not a discotheque." Yeah. And I was like, "I'm looking for the sex." <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah we, know. we know where we're going. <laughs> yeah, nice. you should definitely check out Barcelona. Yeah, dude, Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I'll have to uh, to see about these metal venues if they yeah, still. Yeah, there's a there's yeah. a lot there. There's a lot there. Yeah, definitely the most that I mean anywhere I've ever been, anyways, which is pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we I, have plenty I, here. I mean, it's you know, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's awesome here now. There's so many places now that you know. And for a while, I remember, you know... And they keep popping up. They have Beer Lickin', that new beer hall in Ridgewood, and yeah, Rockarola. Yeah. How was that? Play? I haven't been there yet. It's all right. Yeah. I mean, every time I've gone in, they were playing, like, the Black Album, which is, like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. barely metal acceptable. Yeah. You know, right, right, right. It's cool. But, uh, but there's, I mean, this place is popping up in Bushwick and stuff like that all, all the time. And, oh, yeah. Um, and, like, but, I mean, back in... You know, 2003, when we were opened up, there were no metal places around left. You know what I mean? There was Bellevue Bar in Manhattan. That was it. Um, three well, that was already done, really. No, but Bellevue Bar was... It was still oh, open, was but still Jimmy open. had already left. So it was Yeah, 13? so yeah. it was already um, yeah. changing over to something else because of that douchebag Tracy. Tracy. Yeah. yeah. He's a maniac. Yeah. Plus, a lot of like different scenes came. I mean, the so the the American black metal scene kind of emerged a couple of years ago yeah. in two cities that were very unlikely, and that's uh, San Francisco and Brooklyn. Like yeah. for whatever reason, those were the two happening American black metal cities. Um, so I think that has a large part of it too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Three of Cups is still 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 hanging on. Yeah, Three of Cups is still hanging on. It's still I hanging on. Really that. I mean, they played metals and stuff. It's like rock yeah, it's like and rock metal, place. but yeah. it's more rock, but it's still hanging on. Yeah, it is. I appreciate that. Double down. I think those are the only two plays. What was that other place? Idle Hands. Yeah, they they, they died. They yeah, died, right? Yeah, done. they died. Yeah, that sucks. I kind of like that place. I really liked that place. Yeah. But then I think they took over the top and it kind of flopped. And the, well, yeah, yeah. That was a lot of, it, that's it, a lot of money. Well, it just, nut. it just wasn't, it just changed. It wasn't what people wanted anymore because yeah. it was like full of douchebags because yeah, it was well. the upstairs yeah so and you know what the east village is now it's not what it used to be yeah it's not you know it's a very bridge and tunnel crowd now especially on weekends and who the hell wants that <laughs> i don't want to hang out with those people yeah i still pass by coney island high and shed a tear i you know, know. Yeah. and that was open for such a sh- it was only open for a few years dude correct? that blows my mind yeah. they had uh, the best shows though yeah. you know I was, I was talking to kenny from strong management recently and yeah. he was apparently one of the lawyers who like brokered the deal or something like that and uh, he's like yeah it's just pretty crazy that place was only open for four years and that blew yeah. my mind yeah. There was so many amazing shows. Yeah, there was like de- the last show that Death played in New York was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Uh, Mashuga's first show ever mm-hmm. in America was there. It's pretty A lot nice. of That's, stuff going SOT, on there. I remember played there. 25 awesome. to Life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of bands, tell us about your bands. Uh, one of them is called Mika's Murder. And, uh, it's, Which has been, how long has that been going on for now? Uh, as of. This past March, I guess it's six years. Okay. Which is the longest uh, stint of music I've done with one band, you know, which is great. And they're they're awesome dudes. I love them, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're still at it. Still making music. Still awesome. touring. We just did a tour in 
basically all of Europe last year. Yeah, and we're, I'm always amazed to see like you're on tour because I feel like you're already so busy and then you're yeah. like off on tour somewhere. You know, it's surprising, but I think it's actually easier to do what I do on tour because there's a routine out of it when you're on tour. You know, right. when I'm home, I don't know when to stop. You know, like for instance, I really thought I was going to be much later today because I was just like working, 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 working. And then like, there's no one to be like, all right, you got to go. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if you like leave me untouched, I can probably just do like an easy 15, 18 hour day or something like that sometimes. So on tour, it's really easy because it's like, all right, well, we, we got to go load in. We got to do this, right. you know. Nice. So I get to, uh, the, usually in the drive is a good time, like a six, eight hour stretch of like, all right, well, I'm going to sit down and do work here. Yeah. That's cool. And it's kind of solitude too. Like you fucking, whatever. Yeah, everybody's always yeah. doing their own thing, you know I mean? Sometimes yeah. we'll have a lot of band conversations in the van or whatever, but, right. uh, for the most part, you know, maybe somebody's napping, somebody else is like listening to music. You know, right. I have my headphones on, I'm like clicking away on my computer. Nice. That's it. How many people you got at uh, working at Metal Injection? Uh, full time. Well, it's me, Rob, and then we have like a lot of different writers and right. uh, photographers. So all together, like twenty one right now. Okay, cool. And it, you know what? It's funny too. And like once in a while, like you'll see guys pop up, like Chris. You know what I mean? I'll see like Chris. Um, pronounce his last name. I don't know who you're talking. You know about. Chris, the ball guy. Oh, Crovey. Really nice, the writer. Yeah, Chris Crovey. Yes. Yeah. yeah, like I've seen him do interviews and stuff like that, and uh, it's always funny. Like he's like scab casserole on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, <clears throat> you just lost your train of thought. That's okay. Fun. Tell All us right. about your other band, because yeah, you, uh, you mentioned <laughs> it when we had with. lost our. Yeah, so I started. So we playing, don't have that in in here. <laughs> I started playing with a new band uh, called Hogwash. My buddies Nick and Travis are in that. Also, really great dudes. Um, and it's more of like an industrial type thing, like Manson or really. So we always bonded on how much old school industrial stuff we loved, like Frontline Assembly. Um, you know, and I grew up watching those bands and, you know, loving them. And so did they. I'm like, but on, you know, Nick's from Texas. So it mm -hmm. always is like and kind of this amazing thing that he knows like all these obscure Brooklyn bands or like industrial bands from around the world, like I did, but from a way like you know a, a totally different atmosphere like you know in the middle of nowhere texas or something right. i love all that fucking metal industrial shit i love a lot of that stuff from uh i don't know what was that late 90s i guess mid 90s like a lot of that stuff started coming minister fucking i'm actually reading l jorgensen's book right now which is fucking how great. is it it's great i'm only I'm, I'm about halfway through it right now and like did he write it himself no he had a ghost he had a guy write it for him for him um, but the, it, like his stories are kind of fucking amazing, and it's kind of cool because they actually interview his parents um, because, like, you know, they're looking at it from like he talks about his childhood, and they'll talk about it from their perspective. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he says how awful he was and stuff, and they're like, "Listen, he wasn't that fucking bad." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he did do a lot of drugs and shit like that, but and like, but he, yeah, he's a fucking maniac. Like, it's definitely uh, definitely worth fucking checking it out. Yeah, I've met him before. He's he's a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah, it's he's very like. I fucking hate touring. I hate playing. Like, I just want to fucking, you know, stay at his house. I mean, it's not music, for everybody. You know? yeah. Some people, I mean, recording is love for some people and touring is love for other people. And some people, it's really one or the other. That's, that there's, that there's such different things. So depending on your personality, I guess some people love both, but depending on your personality, you could see some people would be like, I'm a recluse. I don't fucking want to tour. I want to be yeah. in a studio 
you know, for a million hours doing this amazing, creating this amazing thing. And that's why there's, a, there's one where he goes to the Grammys, which is fucking great. It's a whole, <laughs> it's a, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's a long story, but he talks about how, you know, he really didn't want to go, but he ends up going and kind of fucking, you know, it was like spitting on somebody's head. Like it was a whole fucking oh, thing. Jesus. You know what I mean? So good times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's definitely, uh, definitely worth checking out. Are you guys going to be playing, or have you played? Uh, yeah, so Hogwash did our first show a couple weeks ago at the Metal Sucks 10th anniversary show. Yeah. Where, where was that? The uh, Vitus. Okay. And then we flew over to South By and did our second show there. Oh. And then uh, we have one coming up uh, May 17th, I believe, at uh, Nothing Changes. It's kind of like this industrial goth night type thing at Home Sweet Home. Okay. Cool. cool. And uh, other than that, I don't know. We're trying. Both bands are right now. I'm trying to like sort out some dates for later in the year, some tours. So we'll see what happens. Cool. Awesome. Um, uh, I heard. Uh, do you like Misery Loves Company? Yeah, yeah. Fucking love them. They just played that cruise, also correct. I was on that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. How were they? Uh, interesting. Yeah. It was. It was definitely like. Uh, wow. I haven't heard this band in 20 years, yeah. and now I'm watching them live. It's kind of like the surreal thing. Right. 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 I fucking <laughs> love them. Overall, the cruise is amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could do a cruise. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. You say that, but I think everybody has this like misconception of what it is until you actually go, and you're like, and, "Wow, this is the coolest thing." And that's what a couple of people have told me too. I don't know if you know, just because we're surrounded by it so much here, constantly, like people. And- I feel like I would lock myself in the, in my room a lot. Yeah. You know, like at MBS, see, I don't sometimes know. I see I you at shows. You, you go out to metal shows a lot. I time. do, I do. Uh, so I, it's really just going to metal shows, but like one after the other. Yeah, you know? I think, All I day. don't know. Maybe it's yes. overkill after a while. You I know, mean, I go to MDF every year, but I feel like in the middle of the day, I can go escape to my hotel and not be near anybody. But you I can do that to, on the boat you know? as well. Yeah. You know? yeah, go escape to your room, watch fucking Nacho Or right? not even if you like just want to go to a bar, you know, on the boat. Yeah. Just like chill. In air conditioning and sip on a boat drink. Yeah, you know, <laughs> a boat drink. Yeah, and you know what's funny too is I thought that too, but then I started looking at the list of bands that were fucking playing, and I was excited. I was like, "Fuck, man! I maybe I would have enjoyed this." You know what I mean? I saw a Testament play like one of the best sets I've ever seen a play, and I've been watching that band forever. You know, played so many shows. Right, right, right. But uh, yeah, on on the boat they were incredible. Nice. Same thing, actually. Uh, a couple of years ago, I saw Behemoth. This was like it was one of the first shows he did right after his whole like leukemia thing. Right. Yeah. And he came out with like this vigor I've never seen in Nurgle before, and he did it on the boat. Even though there was, it was like that was the undersold year where it was Barge to Hell and not Seventy Thousand Tons. All right. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah. it was incredible because it was like only half the boat. It was maybe like eight hundred paid people or something like mm-hmm. that. So. Um, incredible to see it's already an incredible thing on seventy thousand tons where you're watching with a couple hundred people mm-hmm. but to see like behemoth play with, with like 200 people next to you only you know yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. this whole other thing or at the gates or you know that's awesome do they do it in the because they have theaters on the boat right do yeah they do it in the theaters do they well, do it on deck like how the fuck do they, they build stages yeah there's yeah. there's four stages this uh for the past couple of years has been four stages every band has to play two sets on different stages so you get to kind of see bands in two different atmospheres like a smaller one and then a bigger one all right yeah they have to build all that shit 
like the day of the crew, like the day of the cruise. Yeah, yeah they haul ass. Yeah, they have yeah, to haul they're, they're ass. Shipping people off the fucking boat, and then they're gonna build the stages to get, and then they and then they have down. to break them down because the, they have another cruise that goes out the same yeah. day. Yeah. So they kick everybody off the boat on Monday morning, really yeah. early. That yeah. would be hard for me. It's impressive what they do. Yeah. yeah, and and really, I think more than anything, the vibe is the reason to go. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I could. Think, I would. Yeah, someday. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. Well, the good no. thing is that it happens every year. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's true. Should we move on to the news? Yeah, we got to get to the news. Cause, or do you want it to... Uh, uh, real quick, what's going on this weekend? I know. Who cares? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> come to Lucky 13. Yeah, come to Lucky 13. People look listen the, to this shit weeks later. That's true. People keep telling me that. They don't get to it. All right. So that they're the behind. So go to lucky13saloon.com yeah, right. yeah. and you can see what's happening then over the next few days. We had no interesting drama this week, right? Everything was good. We have no? Interesting no, what? Drama. Everything was good. Well, there's always drama. But there's, yeah. there's drama that I can't talk about on the air, which I actually do need to speak to you about. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Employee drama? Yeah. Ah, shit. Yeah. I hate that kind of drama. Yeah, sorry. All right. What do I do now? Frank, Frankie, shut <laughs> up and fucking do the news. All right, Frankie. What's <clears throat> going on? Your heavy metal loose for, <clears throat> excuse me, for the week. Metallica issued a cease and desist claiming Moth and the Flame ripped off 80s metal band Incubus. Their real name is Opprobrium, has been an active death metal band out of Louisiana since 99, and the band's original name was Incubus, not the rock band. They didn't issue, not the they rock issue band. to them, frankly. No, they're saying, um, <laughs> opprobrium, we love Metallica, and would never do such a thing to Metallica. They said some individual, they don't know who it is. Some the guy, individual. Well, yeah. The guy who actually owns the fucking songs is causing a big stink. Yeah, did right. you listen it, to the... This individual, the, you know, we're not responsible for, you know, he's like claiming copyrights and said, it's not them. Oprium or Metallica. <laughs> yeah, they said it's not the band. The, the guy who owns the music is doing this to Metallica. But did you listen to the fucking song? I did. And there's some similarities. Yeah, some, but, but it's not, uh, you know. not even fucking. I was like, that's fucking ridiculous. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's a stretch. People yeah. got to try to do what they got to do. I guess. That's how it goes now. I mean, if anything, the only thing. Uh, that happened from that story is that we now know the name Oprah. Yeah, whatever it is. The song is called Hunger for for Power. That's what you know. Thanks, Frankie. Yeah. (laughs) It says, either band, nope. Not stealing anything from anyone. It's uh, like an individual. Yeah. They don't play improvises. Yeah, a lot. A lot. That's good. I like it. Put it in your own words. That's cool. Corn recruits 12-year-old son of Metallica's bassist, Robert Trujillo. <laughs> Trujillo to fill in for Fendley. Oh, shit. That just made me dizzy. Uh, so, wait. Corn recruits 12-year-old son. Of Metallica's bassist. To do what? What's his last name? To Frank? fill in. What's his last name, Frankie? Trujillo. Okay. Trujillo. 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 Sorry. To fill in for Fendley. Fill in f- to do what? Uh, play bass. Play bass. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Show, right? Mm-hmm. He's 12 years Texas old. Leave the oh, kid no, alone. It's all in South America. Oh, in South America. Colombia, you, Brazil, Brazil. Old, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah I guess. That's awesome. Yeah, if I was 12 years old and got to play bass for Colombia. Yeah, corn. but I don't know. Well, he plays bass. It's not like yeah. he just plucked him out right, of a right, playground. Right. Of course. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Try this. I guess he's all right. <laughs> yeah, he has funny. his own band, I think, called uh, Helmets or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, no, the South American tour, he's going to play. Is he cute? 
Yeah, he's, he looks like a little fucking Ro- Robert Terrell. Yeah. Yeah. Ro- Robert Chichilla. Yeah, Chichilla. Chichilla. Yeah, Ty. His name's Ty. Chichilla. And he's going to be playing on their South American tour, which is April 17th through the 27th. Look at that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That face must be huge. I think he's going to be getting some. Blumpkins on the store. Wow. <laughs> Fucking 12. What the fuck? Maybe if you go see him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pedophile. <laughs> it's a little young for me. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. I'm in a FIBA file. I'm not a, a yeah, pedophile. Over 18. Well. <laughs> <laughs> they have to legally be over 18. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know, and if you were a guy, that'd be fucked up for you to say that. It would be. It would be. Yeah, but I'm not. Yeah, no, you're not. I have a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Frankie. <laughs> Code Orange, Code Orange's Forever LP was a prize on The Price is Right. Really? Yes. yes. That's strange. Yeah. It was, I thought that was kind of strange, too. Who the fuck wants that on The Price is Right? <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe Drew Carey's a fucking... Uh, is it Drew Carey? Yeah, Drew Carey hosts The Price is Still Right. Still yeah. hosting, yeah. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah, according to Code Orange, the band's uh, Forever Vinyl album was part of a prize pack of vinyl. Oh, okay. So it was what, a bunch of vinyl. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was all, like all pop, collection. and then they were throwing in They threw that in there. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. They yeah. threw in cold orange with Ardell. <laughs> That's, <laughs> I'm not making this up. We know you're not, Frankie. Yeah. You're just covering all the bases. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's kind of cool, though. Huh. Yeah. How many albums was it, I wonder, in the pack? I don't know. They don't go into detail. <laughs> no, it doesn't they say. just talk about a couple albums that mm. were in there. I don't think they're just going to give him a fucking Code Orange album. No, obviously yeah, no, not. Orange, but was it, like, was it like 20 albums or was know. it like four? Because then it's weirder. Yeah. Was Thriller in that prize it pack? Might it might have been. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, it was a mix of uh, with Ardell and uh, Solange. Uh, so it wasn't just all heavy metal. Uh, right. Maybe right. some Kenny Rogers or something. Oh, I God. like Kenny. Maybe, Please Maybe no. Frankie. I like Kenny. I bet yeah. you do. Yeah. Next story, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called, Charlie? I just found it. Charlie Murphy just died today. Eddie Murphy's brother. Yeah, yeah. Louis was saying that. Yeah, yeah. No deaths this week. Fucking. Uh, I don't even know what that guy looked like. Caitlyn Jenner got its dick cut off too yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> David Letterman's mom well, passed away. Inside. David Letterman's. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty serious surgery, you know. I mean. There's a lot of deaths this week, and fucking yeah, and in in, uh, rip to Bruce Jenner's cock. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah. Wait a minute. So when he became Caitlyn, he still had a penis. Yeah, but so he's we, yeah. So he's saying that's not a woman. So he's like saying goodbye to Bruce's cock. You know what I mean? It's not Caitlyn's cock. <laughs> you know? uh, okay, that's right. fair. Right? That's a fair way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Ex of funny. mice and men frontman has to get twelve to twenty-four ejections a week for his crippling illness. Which is what. The, the procedures like one <laughs> shot to th- uh, two to three months, and it is never heard of this. M- Marfan syndrome. Okay. What is it? Marfan syndrome. He has to get like shots <laughs> in his spinal cord and his ligaments and his legs. Marfan syndrome. That's what it says. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Marfan <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> All right. It's a good thing we don't have that. Yeah, no. Yeah, syndrome. no. It's a, some a spinal injury. He's gonna get shots for like. We gotta find two out what's going months. on with the dude from fucking Grim Reaper, man. That Grim Reaper fucking story. The dude fucking losing his leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's brutal, man. Jeez. Oh, yeah. What was he in Ecuador? Uh, I think it was Ecuador. Yeah. It's a shame it wasn't Paraguay. It's. Just <laughs> Yeah, Frankie's true. favorite thing to yeah, pronounce. That's true. Oh. Yeah. 
Paraguay. That was my favorite episode that we ever did. Yeah. Yeah. Frankie trying to say Paraguay. Yeah. It was Paraguay. The best. <laughs> what did I say? Paramore? Paramore? I don't, you said it so many ways. It was, yeah, kind, it was, it was fantastical. Great. Couldn't pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah. <clears throat> the exploded frontman rushed to hospital with a serious heart condition. Scottish punk band, the exploited, had a big health problem. Is Scottish? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scottish punk band. Yeah. On April 7th, he almost died. Punk's uh, not dead! Uh, why do you buck him? Why do you buck him? The vocalist suffers Body. from a serious heart condition. He suffered a heart attack on stage in Portugal in 2014. <laughs> good job, it's Frankie. Good. It was in Paraguay. Wow. Yeah. Can you, how, old, how old is Wadi? Does it say? No. Doesn't say? Nope. Just to let you guys know, Wadi has been taken to hospital yesterday in Belgium. Because I liked the exploited when I was like 13, so he's got to be he's gotta old. Be yeah. He's got to be old, yeah. So mm, he's still doing okay, you know. He's still in the hospital. He said he liked the doctors who saved his life, and and you know means a lot to everyone. You know, wish him a speedy recovery. And I realize they're from Scotland. 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 Yeah. yeah. Scottish punk band. You thought they were British, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I wish you well. I think anybody. I wish that. you well. We all do. From, uh, yeah, you England, do. England, anyway. You do. I know you do. Yeah. I heard you asked an Australian once if they were English, and he looked really mad. They hate that. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, they don't like that. No. No. That's why I don't even ask anymore. Or New Zealand. They don't like that. Yeah, I don't ask anymore. Yeah. I don't ask anymore. Exploited, man. Some of the best songs ever. Yeah. Sex and Violence. It's the only words in the whole song. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big hit. <laughs> That's amazing. Are you a punk guy, Frank? Uh, not really. Yeah, I mean, I, I like some bad religion. Some, well, obviously the Misfits. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, but... No, not really. I was yeah, I when really. I was young. I came from that. I came from punk to metal, so that was my. I went from like hair metal to death metal. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I started with hair metal too. I mean, yeah. that's. But I'm yeah. I'm a little older than you guys, yeah. so. And I think I'm a little older than how old are you, Frank. Thirty-five. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm okay. Than him too. Okay. But that's what was there too, though. I mean, when I was. I'm a, a lot kid, older like, than you. <laughs> yeah. I'm older than all of you. You're like yeah. 14 years older than Frank. Yeah. Wow. Right. I am 47. You don't look a day over 28. Thank you. Yeah. She's got a little fucking, she's got a painting in her, in her house. That's, yeah, that's you know, aging. Yeah. It's actually you that's yeah, aging. I, yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. <laughs> Someone asked me you that once. Is Jeff, on is Jeff your Dorian Gray? Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look so bad, actually. I'm aging gracefully. Well, you look better like, when you stop smoking. I, honestly, you do. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm smoking right now, so. You got to cut it out. Yeah, I know, I know. I just went to the doctors today, though, and uh, I lost fucking 15 pounds since the last Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. No, that was great. Yeah. Congrats. Thanks, man. I'm trying. It's all stress. Right? <laughs> Probably. Stress, yeah. No, I've really changed my diet. You up. stopped like, eating trying, a lot of crap. I'm, yeah, I'm just trying. Yeah. I, don't, I don't eat any processed shit anymore. Yeah, it's so you know bad. What I mean? Kelsey bring homes, like, brings home, like, She can do that. She's still young. Cheez-Its and yeah. fucking shit no, like that. No, you can't eat that stuff. I know. So I eat nuts and fruits for snacks. you. Like a squirrel. Exactly. Good for you. Good for you. Frankie oh. ate my nuts for lunch. Oh, Jesus. Ooh. What else you got going on, Frankie? Pearl Jam, Jam. basses plays tribute to Slayer, King Diamond, and Dio during a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, introduction. Did you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing? No, no, no. definitely not. What the <laughs> hell? Definitely, definitely, definitely not. not. That That'd was at the Barclays, wasn't yeah, it? I'd be bored, too. Yeah. 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 It always sounds like a good idea until you realize, like, eh, no. Yeah. yeah. Bands. I saw the performances, and I was like, eh, I wouldn't want to be there for that. Yeah. They were abducted by David Letterman. That's so cool. Yeah. 
Not can, until they induct like Morbid Angel or something. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that's happening. What's cool, he did though, he paid tribute to like Slayer and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is Paul Jam Bass's Jeff Edmund. Yeah, he wore a t shirt. A shirt playing tribute to all the bands, you know, that influenced him as a kid. Yeah. He's, he wore a t shirt? Yeah, he wore a t shirt. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he paid tribute, I guess. Whatever. Bad company, yeah. the Smiths. No, it's a cool See, move. Yeah. Like, I mean, a lot yeah. of people get dicked out Chains. of being inducted. So, like, he just had a, a t shirt with all the band names of, like, the bands that should be oh, inducted. Oh, I see. Yeah, bad Company, right, the Smiths. Cool. Yeah. King Diamond. I fucking hate the Smiths. I too. hate the Smiths as well. I like the Smiths. I'm an old man. I know you like the Smiths. Frank. You like you, Taylor Swift. Like I love Taylor never Swift. Never liked the Smiths. No, never. That, that was in our jukebox. The Cure. First I never up. liked the Smiths. The Smiths was in our jukebox. Yeah, when I we never first liked it. Up. And so was uh, there was a couple things in there when we first opened up because I was trying to appeal to when we first started the <coughs> goths me. that I was trying to drag over to help us get through our right, first right, six right. months, which worked. It did. Yeah. It did. But when Before we were established, we needed help. So yeah, I used to be in a like a kind of a goth, uh, uh, medieval kind of one of those like apocalyptic folk type bands. So awesome. I had a, I knew a lot of people from that scene. So when we opened Lucky Thirteen, and I was always the weird girl who hung out in that scene but loved metal. So when we opened Lucky Thirteen, I was like, how am I, how are we gonna until people figure out that we're open? How are we gonna stay open for the first? however many months. So I got all those people to come and drink and I had to put some of that stuff in the jukebox. And every time the fucking Smiths came on, I was like, Yeah, what? you want to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, you just want to kill yourself. Yeah. It was yeah. definitely the goth, the goth kids playing yeah. it. I mean, I, I loved The Cure when I was younger and there's definitely some of those bands that I, that I always liked or, you know, enjoyed. But um, A Dead Can Dance, I still love them. But no, The Smiths was not on my... It's really nauseating, actually. Girlfriend in a coma. I can't. Shoot me in the face. It's too, it's too much. It's I, I too want much. to hear more about your bands. What's, um, uh, what's it called? Unto Ashes. Unto Ashes. Uh, oh, yeah, I was going to say Ashes Within. No. Yeah, that's not <laughs> me. Unto yeah, Unto Ashes. I saw her at Limelight. I remember I got Yeah, Jeff saw Limelight. me play at Limelight. Yeah. Wow. So that was cool. I love Limelight. I remember yeah. Limelight. Is it still open? No, it's a fucking mall now. You can yeah. find, you can find, no, it's not, it's a gym. It's a David Barton or wow. something. It's some kind of gym now. Yeah, last I know it was a mall. It's a gym. Yeah, I saw, it was like I passed by, it was like a flea market. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like now a, part of it is a gym. Yeah. Wow. They close that I know down, someone they close that, down CBs. That actually does on. metal spin classes at that gym. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how I know there's a, lot a gym A lot of great shows there too. Yeah. One of the greatest yeah. I've ever seen. What was that? I posted about it on uh, Instagram the other day. It was Morbid Angel and Grip Incorporated mm. and Crisis in 1995. Oh, wow. Crisis. Crisis. Yeah. Orbit Angel. Oh, the nineties. So I got to play there, which is awesome. I got to play at CBGB's also, which is amazing. That's yeah, cool. I played CBGB's a couple times. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, that was a great venue to play. Yeah. 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 Sunday matinees. A couple times too. It was a lot of fun. Which is fucking disgusting and oh, so gross. The floors are all fucked up. Yeah. Bathroom yeah. was a fucking experience. Part of the charm. Yeah. yeah cool. Definitely. It was. I remember when we first when they first uh, banned smoking, and I remember going. I was working at Webster Hall at the time. I remember we used to go bounce around the neighborhood. And I remember going to CB's, uh, like, right when the smoking ban went into effect and walking into CBGB's and being like, holy fuck, you can see the ceiling in here. A <laughs> <laughs> like, little balcony. <laughs> the, the, the lights up there had fucking tons of dust hanging yeah, off yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, just, it was it so was disgusting. Yeah, there was yeah. no porter there, but it was fun. It was a fun place. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I, I love that they ban smoking in New York or everywhere. Really. Listen, I do too. Even being a smoker, I mean, I go. I was just in Florida, and um, every bar I went into had you could smoke in there, and I was like, "It's so disgusting." Yeah, yeah. like my eyes were burning. Yeah, and I'm you can't even a breathe. Smoker. You have to like. I don't wash my hair like 
you have to wash your hair every day if yeah. you go into some place where people yeah. are smoking. Yeah. And I hate. And That's the worst horrible. thing about playing Europe, touring Europe. Yeah. Is like half, still half the venues there they yeah. allow smoking, and yeah. I'm really insane about smells. Smells, you know, yeah. Me. So I was like the and only guy on the tour who was doing my wash in the sink every day <laughs> just to get it out. Try to get it out. It's yeah, yeah it really permeates. It's disgusting. We have some people here. If you could teach that too. Yeah, some smelly people. Yeah, yeah we definitely have some yeah. smelly people. Yeah. Yeah. Next story, Frankie. What else you got, Frankie? <clears throat> Five Finger Death Punch sues to get off their label, asking for one million in damages. Oh, my. The last time Five Finger Death Punch was in the news was uh, Ivan Moody uh, dropped off the band's tour because he went to rehab because he had a mental breakdown. Oh, I remember that. Everyone in their fucking mental breakdowns. Yeah, I remember that, too. Get mm-hmm. your shit together. Yeah, no, I know. They can't be that old either, right? They're going to be early 30s, I would think. No. Not even. Yeah, late 20s? I don't know. No, I think they're older than that. Really? Yeah. Have they been around a while? Yeah, well, they also started late. They were basically uh, a boy band. They right. were like this contrived metal band. I never heard other, of them. You never heard of them? That's why, yeah. why I know nothing. Well, you're, you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I barely I, know anything. I don't really like them, but... I know they said they signed a new record deal with Rise Records. But the band still had one record due out to their, for their, to their current record label, Prospect Park. No, not the park, really. That's their old record label, not Prospect the park, Park. Really? And they're suing them. Yeah, really? And yeah, their old label <laughs> named Prospect Park is suing them. Yeah. According to TMZ, it got confirmed, the label, you know, they threw out uh, the shade of their own, saying that you know, the band you know, hasn't uh, delivered out the album yet, so it's going to court. All right. Nobody cares. Yeah, no I don't think anybody cares about that. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Well, nobody here cares about that. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. somebody but, does. I mean, yeah. they are like one of the biggest tours. Are they really? Unfortunately, That's yeah. insane. Uh, they're like headlining major, you know, festivals. I didn't know uh, that. Singer yeah. Ivan Moody is 37 years old, by the way. Oh, oh so they, yeah, they are, look at that. Look at that. boy, Ben. Yeah. Baby. Okay. Baby, Frankie. Yeah. To me. Yeah, no, Frankie, not you're fucking baby. Only, you are not old. You're not. I'm fitty. Yeah, Frankie's so fucking, what? Frankie's only 27. I know he looks like shit. Fitty. The alcohol's preserving me. Yeah. When I die, bury me in formaldehyde. I already said, Frank, you're already pickled. Yeah, no, we're going to mount you in a corner. (laughs) I think we should just put him on the roof where that doll is. No one will notice the difference. (laughs) No no one would. Just replace the doll with Frankie and (laughs) he could rot up there. No one would. True. Metallica's James Hetfield is not interested in collaborating with Lady Gaga again. The what? Is not interested? I wouldn't want to collaborate with her either. (laughs) (laughs) The same. Collaborating with Lady Gaga. I mean, she looked pretty hot during that that Grammy thing. Well, she her job is to look good. Yeah, of course. You know, if if your job is to look good, you have a trainer and a nutritionist and someone that makes your food and a, you know, all this shit. She's got enough money for that now too. She does, yeah, absolutely. So it's it's easy to have a great body if you have the, all that going on. I was actually happy to hear that when James Hetfield said he wasn't going to uh, collaborate. Well, why did he say that? Yeah. I mean, it was totally embarrassing and it was gave me douche chills to watch it. But I'm like, well, because Lars said, Lars, somebody said at the end of the Grammys. No, she's the fifth member. The yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, so, they said the collaboration went good. You haven't they, noticed. Sorry. <laughs> they, sorry, I'm saying that wrong. The team up, let me rephrase that. The no. team up went good because uh, they, Frankie, they so shared you, the same mic and some stagehand messed up. They Frankie, said the rehearsal was very good. You're pronouncing it perfectly. You're pronouncing That's it perfectly. That's great. Yeah. And so, I'm not wasted. So, That's the sad part. I'm not wasted yet. So he doesn't want to do it again. No, they're moving on to other why? stuff. 
Not, I don't, I don't understand why you would want to do it again. Right, but he said, like, yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's really that you know everything. Metallica camp is always of two minds. You have James versus Lars. Not, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Lars is very happy to collaborate and do all kinds of weird shit, and James is like, uh, let's stick to metal. Yeah, yeah. that's so. fair. It says Metallica is going to be pretty busy for the next few months, so they're not ruling it out. Another, you know, team up with Gaga, <laughs> do you, did but you, they don't did know. You, um, did you make that up? They're not ruling it out. Did yeah, you make did, that up? Yeah, no. It's just, <laughs> Yeah. I actually read the reports All this right. time. Alright. Yeah, heavy metal news for the week. Thank you. <laughs> Very good job. Frankie, that was awesome. <laughs> what are you looking at? Just you know, he didn't put anything in the shredder and you know how he misses No, he does miss he shit. He misses stories all the time. I know. So well, we don't have any more time anyway, so... Yeah, I no, I didn't miss anything. Oh, the shredder. Sorry. The shredder. Yeah. Melody's taking off her rings. She's in business. I'm getting ready. Yeah, no, Fight yeah. somebody. I don't know what I'm doing. You're right. about to collab with collab, Frank. I'm about to collab with collab. Collab with collab. She's going to collaborate her fist in I'm your face. I'm going to collab with All right, well, Frank, thank you for coming by. Yeah, thanks Yay. for having me. Um, what do you got to promote something? Tell us uh, what you got going on. Uh, well, Taste of Metal, the whole season is up right now. Just, we love Brian. Yeah. He came on our podcast, uh, one of our first guests, actually. He awesome. was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, the, so the whole season two of Taste of Metal is up as of today. Okay, uh, cool. Go check it out. Who else was on there? I, I remember, uh, I know the first season. Who was on the uh, On this one, uh, Macedon, Trivium, Revocation, Macedon. Living Color, uh, Don Jameson, uh, Unearth. Nice. Uh, Living Color, others. that's an interesting choice. Yeah. 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 Um, was it Corey? What's his name? Yeah, yeah Corey, Glover. Corey Glover. Yeah, Corey Glover. He was, yeah. So actually, what happened there was he wound up writing in saying that, or I guess his agent was like, hey, so Corey's a really big fan of the show. Is there any way that you can fit him on? And I was like, uh, that's awesome. How cute is that? That's awesome. Yeah. So it wasn't even like I was seeking him out. Yeah, it was the other yeah. way around. That's pretty cool. That's cool. All right. Thank you. Thank Come you. Come on to Lucky 13. Yeah. Have some drinks. Have some shows going on this weekend. Yeah. We have a really long show happening on Friday. It's like fucking 3.30 p.m. until 3.30 a.m. I don't Friday? know. Yeah, I don't know why that is true. But What's going is. on on Friday? A big show. Some record labels having a huge show with a bazillion bands. All right. So. Blast Furnace? No. No. That's not, not a record label, no, Frankie. Frankie. Uh, yeah. Colombia? It's all on the it's all on the website. It's in Paraguay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to be collaborating? Yes, they're going to yeah. be collaborating. All right. Thank you very much. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Later. Peace out.